Welcome to Shonen Trash, where we watch an anime series each week and decide if it's worth your time so you don't have to. I'm Tachikoma Repairman, Vincent Perez. I'm Brain Hacker, Lauren Russell. And I'm Chief Old Ape, Kevin Bobbitt. So this week, we're doing something a little different, and instead of a series that we're reviewing, we're instead going to be going over the 1995 anime film classic, Ghost in the Shell. It's, uh, it's a little topical. Because that shit-ass movie is coming out in a couple <laughs> that of days. Balls, that balls movie. We don't know if it's going to be shit until it comes out. There's, there are no reviews for this movie yet, Lauren. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah. No critics have put so, any in yet. Yeah, there's nothing. So on Rotten Tomatoes, I guess there's an embargo or something on the reviews. but there's, We don't know that. There's literally nothing. Well, there's always an embargo on, on the reviews and stuff. Because well, there's like screenings for just for people who, who do media. Well, yeah, that's why I'm saying usually they'll at least have uh, the critics, like some of their reviews up. But they don't even have that yet. I mean, it's like it's almost the week of the movie coming out. And they're having, there's like, nothing on there. Reviews for the Power Rangers movie came out like days, like a, a while before the movie yeah, came out. Yeah, everyone else has stuff out already for anything that's coming out uh, this coming Thursday or yeah. Friday. And the Power Rangers movie is actually getting some decent reviews, which I'm kind uh, of excited about. Apparently that movie's really, really good. That's what really? I've, I've, I've been seeing it. from yeah. a lot of people that it's really, it's actually fun. Really? It's like, a fun... They, they say, they say... So one person there was told a me they're like, that said it was awful. It's not gonna be like <laughs> Citizen Kane, but it's gonna it's gonna be Ew. fun at least. Like <laughs> somebody yeah, somebody said like somebody said if you differentiate if you di- if you look at this as the fact that like of them like if if you look at this as like a new thing and not this being related to what we know of Power Rangers already, this is the most fantastic movie ever. But huh. it's still it still caters to the fact that like this is the Power Rangers franchise. And so like there's a couple little nods in there, but like besides that, it's like a fresh new thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I heard some mixed reviews so far, so I, I don't know. But I haven't really been looking into it all that much anyways, because I, I wasn't all that interested. All so. these, I kind of want to see it now. All these reboots coming. Got a Power Rangers reboot. Got Beauty and Beast reboot. Uh, got Ghost and Shell reboot. You mean live Fucking actions of all these things? This reboot. We got, That's not a reboot. And we got... We got for the news this week, we got we got Death Note reboot coming. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> it's not a reboot. It's it's a live action. It's a live action, but it's technically a reboot. No, it's not. We already have a, this a live Death action Note, movie. This Death Note thing is kind of like yeah, a reboot. This, no, it's not this. Whatever. It's still it's it's a remake of Death Note that didn't need to happen. Yes. Nope. Yes, I will nope. agree with. <laughs> they could have buried that shit and left it alone. Yeah, yeah, but like, I we get to see Willem Dafoe though. We get to see Willem oh Dafoe play Ryuk. I mean, we I, see, that's. We don't really so get to see him. But hopefully, you... like face capture him whenever he like... <laughs> like like how they did for Smog in uh in the yes Hobbit. yes God I just I just want him to use his face just like CGI his face under Ryuk's body. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> you're rude. Like I just picture I just picture Willem Dafoe in like white face paint in a black <laughs> bodysuit like kind of like how I was in Me Halloween greedy? just light. Night, feeling the death note, and just like munching on apples and shit. Like I just, I just want that. That's what I just want. Just him as, just him as the Green Goblin from Spider Man, <laughs> painted, painted white. It's the same oh, mask, same mask. Lots of black lipstick. <laughs> it's the same mask. Oh my god. Peter, <clears throat> light. Mm. <laughs> oh oh my god. I know that you're Spider Man, uh, Kira. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> That's all I fucking want. And then him like chomping on apples like mid sentence, like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like that. That's all I want. 
Listen, oh my god. See them hardcore Foley effects? Sounded like I was eating an apple. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, the, the trailer for that came out. Uh, Which we're all very excited I wanted, for. I just, That's I, I just want to see Willem Dafoe. I just want to see <laughs> Willem Dafoe. That's... And it comes out like this year? It, don't I they? think it comes out this year, yeah. They made Holy shit. they made light like an emo mess, which is kind of funny. His name's fucking Light Turner. Light Turner, and so then stupid. yeah, okay. Why is he like some little emo fucking kid? He's like a like light. He has like high. He's, he has like high grades and shit. Yeah, light's he's supposed like, to be like valedictorian, like clean yeah. cut, psychopath. Well, I mean, he's a psychopath, but like he keeps that hidden. That's on the inside. Well, yeah, that's Out, what they at, do. Well, at school. He he's, has the outward appearance of like the perfect teenager. Yeah, it's like it's like Dexter. No, but yeah. instead of being like instead of being an e- they made him an emo. Holy shit. shit, that's that's what the fuck this movie is literally the it's, anime version of Dexter. Anime ver- <laughs> Except he's not just like murdering pe- like Saran wrapping people to tables and murdering them violently. <laughs> he's writing their name. He's in a writing. Book. He's writing their names in a book and going. Oh, this guy's gonna have a heart attack. This guy's gonna jump off a building. This guy's gonna kill this guy and then kill this guy and then jump off the building. Just thinking about that, that's like so stupid. Cause it's like if anyone ever got hold of that as evidence, you'd just be fucked. You could technically just write a bunch of nonsense that happens, and then the nonsense has to happen, and then the person dies, right? Like, still, he could he could literally, he could literally write some slash fiction. Like, so and so walks into a mall, jacks off in the middle of the Stop. food court, and then chops his head off with a with a fork you're awful and it would have to happen because it was written down right God. yeah whatever happens in the book happens yeah imagine like that's like the stipulation of like of that book imagine if the, I think it, the writer for prison school had the book you're oh gross. My God. <laughs> i'm trying to remember i'm trying to remember a thing this is like one of the really early chapters of this i really like the manga i hated the anime there's, like, a really early chapter in the manga where he, like, tore off, like, a piece of a page and wrote something and it still killed somebody. Oh, he, yeah. he kept it in his watch. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. He kept it, like, under his watch and he took it out and, like, fucking scribbled on it real fast. I cosplayed from Death Note. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. No, you fucking didn't. Yes, I did. Guess who she did? I need pictures, guess she... I need pictures of this guess who she now. Did. Guess I need pictures guess, now. Guess who she did, Kevin? <laughs> oh, well, of course. No, you could have done somebody else. You could have done, like, L. Who? Who? <laughs> the best girl. I send. I need pictures. Dirt. I need. This is live. I want pictures now. Oh God. I need pictures. This is. This is. This is. This is relevant to what we're doing. Yeah, posted. Right now. Yeah, posted on the on the Twitter feed. Oh my God. Yes. No, they're from high school. Yes. Oh my God. I hate you guys. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, yeah, while that's happening, we can talk about some more news. Um, also this week, uh, Naruto has officially ended. Naruto ended! Naruto! 750 episodes, and it's done. 750 episodes! One, like, One Piece still has more movies. episodes. How many uh, movies? Seven fucking movies? Like, I think seven or eight. God damn. Really? How'd Naruto if not ca- die? If- if you count the Boruto movie, it's the same uh, shit as Goku. That's why. Yeah, fucking like, how come Naruto? I w- I kind of wish Naruto would have died, or at least like I wish that his arm would have stayed off. Like Sasuke's. Yeah, Sasuke. No, Sasuke got his arm. I mean, like oh, I he got know, back. He, too? he got it back, but like they had to like fucking transplant one onto him, right? They they made cells from the Wood Hokage dude. Why can't they just fucking not have arms? Because then they couldn't do all their jutsu signs and shit. Just so. 
They blew their arms off fighting each other. They just can't be bros and be armless. So, re- real talk, the only two people in, in that... The, I'm just going to nerd out about Naruto for a second. The only two people in that show that actually had some real consequence happen were Neji because he actually fucking died. Yeah. Neji? And, uh, and what's his face? And Guy. No, the dude... Uh, the fucking dude in the beginning with the big ass sword with, with Haku. Zabuza? Yeah, those guys actually die. Well, yeah, but like, like my guy got fucked at the end because he was like, he did like his eight gate shit. Yeah, but they brought him just, back. He didn't die. No, he he didn't. But he he wasn't dying. He just like all he did was he he's, he stabilized his chakra or whatever. Which is bullshit. Because uh, if you open but like, them but, all, but, but, you're but supposed he can't, to die. But he can't do ninja shit anymore. He like his legs are obliterated. He can't fucking walk. Yeah, but he can juggle weights on his leg. Apparently, <laughs> his one way, his one leg that works. Yeah, he can walk on his goddamn hands still. But yeah, he can't do shit else. Uh, I mean, Jiraiya's straight up dead. Uh, oh I mean, my god, of man! People are, aren't they? I uh, like that Neji comes back as a ghost in this last fucking episode. Of course, you see, you see him for like you, you see him for like half you a see second. You see him for half a second. He pops out of some rice that they throw. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. This happens. He pops out of some rice yeah. that they throw, and he's like during a congratulations it's video. He's gotta for, be there for his well, sister. Well, yeah, he's gotta be there for his sister. It's just like, haha, Neji, you fucking died. That's not funny. Weak ass Neji died. Hinata looked adorable in her dress. Yes, yeah, she did. She looked very like, nice. Hinata's always that like, adorable. That was like the ship that I wanted to happen immediately in this. Like, everyone was like, no, I should get Sakura. Fuck that. No, Sakura's, no. Sakura's a crazy bitch. I, I was a big Sakura Sasuke fan. Nah, man, well. Sakura's crazy as fuck. Sakura Sasuke, yeah, because they're both fucking crazy. Like, Sakura and Ino are both, like, fucking insane. I like Ino. Ino ended up with Sai, which was weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tamari's I, I cute, love, though. I love that. that uh, Shikamaru and Tamari. That was pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was cute. That's the best. And then it's like Choji and the one black chick from from the Cloud Village. Yup. <laughs> yeah. Choji, Choji Their daughter's got, really cute. Choji though. got that thick girl. <laughs> Their daughter's really cute though. Like what like like some of the stuff that him? happened, huh? Kiba Kiba doesn't need anybody. He just has his dog. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he has a kid like in this next part. I don't part. think so. I didn't think so either. Or they just haven't been introduced in the manga yet because I've been I'm caught up on it so far. Kiba, Kiba just has his dog. I love Kiba. Him and his dog, but just like people. You know, she could show. You know, she could show is a thing still, like which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on from. Uh, let's move on from Naruto. We don't need I to talk about Naruto all fucking day. <laughs> Kevin will not stop. Nope. It's like me and Eye Shield. Oh my god. I fell off with Naruto a long time ago. I was like, I'm nope. done with you. So. Nope, I did not. I was like, yo, this shit is still cool. This still fucking ninjas. All right, let's go. Still, <laughs> still ninjas. <laughs> Uh, in, so, in more sad and, news and, and very sad news uh, the manga writer for High School of the Dead passed away on the 22nd from ischemic heart disease at age 52 so that's pretty much where your heart doesn't have a substantial blood flow and then it's pretty much like a heart attack which sucks so shitty he's very young extremely young it's, it's a bummer because like High school. I remember we were discussing this like not too long ago. We we're like, man, High School of the Dead was a fun, ridiculous series, and we kind of wanted more of it. But like, I guess it's just not gonna happen now. Yeah. And the thing is, like, like I was like, man, I'm I want to see like you know like I want to see like this next season because they were talking about like oh shit they announced really? they announced the, they announced the second season like they announced it a while back. If they announce it, mm. I'm sure they already have stuff written for it. Yeah. I'm sure they do, but like, we're gonna get like if it wasn't finished, what are they gonna do with it? Uh, I mean, I wonder if the, um, I think I remember seeing that the, uh, the artist might take it on or might take up the reins by himself. 
Really? Yeah, I guess we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Yeah, we'll get some kind of update with that hopefully. But man, that's rough. Like, for 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 how much shit people like the whole like somebody like calculated the velocity for the bullet and her titties and shit. Oh my god! <laughs> for how ridiculous some stuff was. Like, it was still a good series. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I, I mean, it was definitely it was definitely a series that stood out. It was a fun zombie movie. Yeah, based on or like a show. Yes. Sorry. based on how different it was. Mm-hmm. It was a really interesting take on like the whole zombie genre of things. With yeah. a healthy dose of, uh... It's more than healthy. Fan, some, I know, fan, fan service. service. <laughs> <clears throat> Gotta love them boob physics. Uh, but it's some, it's, some, it's some much lighter news and, and better news. Um, My Hero Academia Season 1 has been added to Crunchyroll, finally. Fuck yeah! It's not a Hulu appara- anymore. I guess Hulu's apparently gotten rid of a bunch of anime that they have. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh. That's what I've heard. I mean, I, that was like one of my main sources for a while. Yeah, we kept we kept it because they only had they had specific things on yeah. there that you couldn't get on Crunchyroll. Because that's how. I, uh, it, but it seems like now Crunchyroll is absorbing a lot of those shows. Good. Whatever, No Seraph. I can't think of the full name. Awari No Seraph. Yeah. I that vampire, that. the gay vampire anime. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, that's the like that's the context in which I know it because all of the, my friends who have cosplayed from it. Just wanted to ship all the boys, so it's just it, that's, I know it is the gay vampire. Yeah, because Hulu that was exclusive to Hulu, I think. So, um, so, uh, so but Crunchyroll has My Hero Crunchyroll Academia season one of My Hero Academia, and they're also getting the simul the simulcast of season two, which starts on the first. Hell so yeah. it's like just a couple days after this episode comes out. And Funimation's going to get the the simul dub, which the dub actually starts on the first as well. So. Who, who actually watches dubs? Yeah, is that a, so? Is that a like? I know I'm, I'm sure there are people who watch dub, but like, who actually like goes out of their way and watches dubs? Nobody. Yeah. I I, 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 will, I, I will watch. I, I will watch the first episode of like a series that I've watched from like a recent season to see how bad the dub is. I'm like I just can't I can't imagine a dub being better than just watching the fucking thing with subtitles. And I, I mean. I don't, I mean, you know, but you know what's funny? Actually, actually, I I did this a couple days ago on another group chat. We were all in the voice chat, and we were talking about Kobayashi Dragon Maid. I was like, "Oh man, you know, it's on, it's on, uh, Crunchyroll." And they were like, "Oh, Funimation has it too." I was like, "Hold on, what?" Uh-huh. And they were like, "Yeah, Funimation's been dubbing it." Oh, and they're no. like, "I was, I was like, have you watched the dub?" They were like, "No, I've just been watching the Crunchyroll one." I was like, "Hold on." <laughs> so the first like few episodes are like on there dubbed already. Oh god. So I was like, I- I'm gonna watch the first episode and just see how it sounds. Is it bad? Toru sounds fine. Okay. Toru sounds Toru sounds like like what you would expect Toru to sound like. I'm like cool. It still sounds like like an American version of Toru. Yeah. Kobayashi sounds fucking horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Funimation has always been fairly decent with their dubs. I mean, this one was bad. Really? I, I I couldn't. I got to, I, I watched the scene where Toru first goes into Kobayashi's apartment, and that's all I could watch. Uh, the that's like five minutes into the episode. The one thing that would make that like a dub that would make it watchable for me is if Kobayashi sounded like Doctor Girlfriend. <laughs> like she sounds for 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 what her character is, and she's she's you think she would sound like tired or something like that? Yeah, or just yeah. like or just like stoic. Yeah, she doesn't. She just sounds like generic white person reading some lines Ooh. nice yeah that's no good nice no i was scared to nice get to the episode i'm scared to watch the episode where connor comes in and hear how bad oh they no 
<laughs> uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Fafnir sounds fucking awful. Oh god, I don't I want mean, to think about it. Who knows? Because Funimation, and like, they've Luke had a fairly good track with like Cowboy Bebop and with very few things. And, but things like I mean, the older the older dubs came out so good. I was, yeah, you're naming old stuff. Old stuff <laughs> yeah. was really good for them. Uh, New stuff has not been good. I mean, I don't uh, even know the last time I actually like went out of my way and watched a dub anyway. Yeah, so. I mean, we anything I that we've this wa- week. <laughs> anything we watch dub is stuff that we've already seen dubbed. Yeah, yeah. Like when we were younger, like that's what, like with the Ghost in the Shell movie. Like I've only ever seen it in English. So yeah, I think that would bother me a little bit to watch that in Japanese. Yeah. So yeah. on on to more news. What we got? Uh, yeah, we spent Studio a lot of time Periot celebrates Yu Yu Hakusho's 25th anniversary. Woo! Saw that. That's your favorite. Uh, fuck yes, it is. Uh, it's too bad. I can't believe this show is 25 years old. It's too bad you can't be in Japan right now because apparently there's some cool I, shit going down. So apparently, a whole bunch of stuff started uh, at Anime Japan this 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 past week. Um, where there's like a cafe. There's a whole bunch of merchandise coming out. There's a new mobile game about the Dark Tournament. Uh, There's some cool, some cool flash art of them in like suits, looking all hot. Yeah, yeah. like I saw that. Appa- apparently, there's like some other thing going on because it's this. This, this is the same year as the, the the Sailor Moon 25th anniversary. Is it really? Yeah. Oh shit. So, like, just like, just give me something, man. Like, ugh. <laughs> That's my show. Like, I need it. But that's it for news this week. It's it's there's, We had a good little chunk of news. We spent a little time talking about this. Yeah. Now <laughs> we're going to get, get into the meat and potatoes. Oh, boy. <laughs> the meat and potatoes of this episode. We're going to talk about some ghosts and shells. <laughs> okay. Who wants, who wants to read this this week? I really don't. <laughs> I, would, I can read it. I can read it. Okay. I'm going to do it. All right, so <laughs> I pulled this from Anime News Network because this was the most concise plot thing that I could find. Uh, that's the one on Wikipedia. It was too long. The Wikipedia, <laughs> one, was like, the Wikipedia one was like a five-paragraph fucking essay book report shit someone wrote. Yeah. Okay, so in the year 2029, the barriers of our world have been broken down by the net and by cybernetics, but this brings new vulnerability to the humans in the form of brain hacking. When a highly wanted hacker known as the Puppet Master begins involving them in politics, Section 9, a group of cybernetically enhanced cops, are called in to investigate and stop the Puppet Master. The pursuit will call into question what makes a human and what is the Puppet Master in a world where the distinction between human and machine is increasingly blurry. Jesus Christ, Ben. (laughs) Oh, boy. In a world. (laughs) I just really wanted to do that because, like, how gritty... How gritty and dark the series is. I, I don't know if that did it. <laughs> gritty and dark. Gotta love that cyberpunk genre. Gotta love that neon and fucking cool ass guns and boobies and stuff. Neo Tokyo, whatever. Yeah. All that good shit. Hong yeah. Kong. So, uh, so Ghost in the Shell. So, the first thing I want to say is because I, I, I actually watched this twice during the week. Uh, one because I wanted to watch it for the show. Two because there's nothing on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I might as well go over this again. I mean, I did the I did the free trial with stars through Amazon so I could watch this oh. in HD. Uh, 
the animation for this holds up so well still. It's still really good. It's like watching a, it's like watching Akira. Like yeah. you sit down yeah. and you're yeah. just like, okay, like this is definitely dated, but it still looks fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the music. The music is um, awesome. Oh man. The uh making of a cyborg, the theme for this yes. is so good. That'll that'll play at the end of this episode. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm close out with that. It's, I, I scoured the internet for an hour to find a version of it that wasn't fucking remixed. <laughs> I gotta fucking use it for my MV. Mix it with Linkin Park and put it in my Dragon Ball There's stuff. There's so many remixes on fucking SoundCloud of this. And I was just like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you Why would you taint this perfect thing? Uh, but the, the animation, the music, all that stuff still holds up. Voice acting is still really good. It's it's not like... I think, I think honestly... So it's, I, but it's I think, but like overall, it holds up pretty well. Well, I think actually, not that necessarily, it, it lacks emotion sometimes. It's very robotic. I mean, well, I mean they're robots. I know, Robits. but that doesn't mean that the act, like the voice <laughs> acting for it, needs to be that way. Like the major, like is the most robotic fucking person in the whole series. Them robots, which is it's weird because it's like in the manga, she's totally. She's we'll, different. We'll get besides the Tachikomas, she's extremely robotic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so I I think because I th- we all watched this in the dub didn't we yeah yeah so I think between this and like the other series that have been like released and like you can find on Adult Swim or shit I think they use almost all the same exact voice actors for the whole series yeah yeah I think they did I'm pretty sure they've stayed the same I don't think they've dubbed the new stuff yet which I don't even know if that's I don't even know what's going on with that that's stuff. the that's that a Ghost in the Shell a side a rise or a side or yeah something like that? it's a it's a rise and a side is the movie or something. okay yeah, yeah. um. Those, that's when she's younger. It's kind of like some prequel stuff, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah. I haven't checked it out at all, but I was like, that doesn't look right, so I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, because so. there's, there's Standalone Complex, which comes after the movie. And then I think there's, what, like, Standalone Complex 2? The second gig. The second gig, gig that comes after that. There's, there's, like, an... five series for, like, this part of, yeah. like, Ghost in the Shell. I mean, so, Ghost in the Shell is a franchise, and there's been a lot of different iterations of the same characters, but it's kind of just stayed... Fairly, like it keeps within the same universe, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, like they managed to keep the the general arcing stories of most of the characters the same, which is really cool. Um, what, which like I thought it was interesting because like there's there's so many different iterations of it. Yeah. Like there's the manga, there's, there's the bo- TV there's shows, there's movies, there's, there's games. Books. Yeah, there's games too. There's that um, cool game out that's right that's out now, yeah, like First Strike or whatever. That. Yeah, that looked. Uh, there's first the assault. Matrix. Um, <laughs> there's the Matrix. the Matrix. Yeah. Um, there is. There, I didn't know there was that many films. One, two, three, four, five. There's six films, including the uh, live action that's coming out. Um. Yeah. Because there's Ghost of Shell, then there's Innocent. Standalone Complex had their own movie, and then um, it says there's, the new movie. There's Ghost which, in the Shell, the new movie, is which the I think the subtitle was for it. Yeah. That's funny. And then there's Ghost in the Shell, Standalone uh, Complex, then Second Gig, and then Arise Alternative Architecture. So. Jesus. And there's OVAs. <laughs> yeah. So. So there's a lot. There's a big universe for this series but we're gonna yeah. we're focusing specifically on the movie which was the i think the first bit of like uh media besides the manga that was out yeah yeah it definitely was mm-hmm. uh it was created by uh, masamune shiro who his um 
he's very prominent in in the manga and anime world just for Ghost in the Shell. But his other major work is Appleseed. It's kind of weird. I didn't know he did Appleseed. Yeah, but like th- it's weird that those are the only two things that he's done, and they're both pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're both Appleseed's still making stuff. Yeah, Appleseed is still making stuff. Um, and then what uh, I thought was kind of strange is that like. He actually doesn't have that big of a body of work, but he's managed to dabble in a bunch of stuff, which is kind of crazy. Like, he made, like, two very good series and just kind of has ridden that wave of those two series since he's done it. I mean, same for the dude that made, like, Dragon Ball. Like, he made Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, aided art, like, the art for Chrono Trigger no, and uh, Dragon he Quest. Had, he had Dr. Slump, too. <laughs> and Doctor, that's all. That, that Doctor Slump crosses over Dragon. That's the same fucking universe at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's even universe. in Super, fucking Doctor Slump still pops up. Yeah, there's there's literally an episode where she fights Vegeta and kicks Vegeta's ass. It's Doctor Slump, man. Doctor Slump's shit. I like that it's it's kept going, and he, I like that he also still does the art for all the Dragon 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 Quest stuff. But yeah, uh, continuing with Ghost of Shell, um. I just I think it's cool that like he's managed to do all of these things with these characters and kind of grow these characters a little bit further, because like especially in the movie, we don't get a whole lot of background. Yeah, it's next to none. So, so that's where I, that's what I wanted to to ask you guys. Like I'm 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 trying to figure this out. Where does this movie take place within within what's all out in the Ghost in the Shell? Because at the at the very end of this movie, she just like leaves. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just, is 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 this movie the end or like what happens? I don't know. Like where does this fit? Is what I, 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 what, I don't what know. Bothered me. I should have looked that up. I can't. I kind of feel like this is, is this might be after standalone complex, but I it might also be before because the Tachikomas aren't part of this, and like I don't I don't know. There's one Tachikoma. There's one Tachikoma, but it's not like the the ones that we're used to from like standalone complex that like are cute little girl voices and are all like cool and kind of funny. Uh Oh boy. Oh no, that's this is Jesus Christ, there's a lot in here. Okay, so <laughs> Kevin just ended so up So the in movie the movie does take place before second gig and everything. Okay. That's weird. So we're supposed to assume that during like standalone complex she has like this this melded mind. Yeah, so, yeah, so she... um, it's 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 looking like the, the first movie happens, then, like, she leaves, second complex happens, Section 9 disbands, they reform. They've disbanded and reformed, like, six times in this timeline I'm looking at. Yeah. That's a long... So, there's a lot to this timeline. You guys should probably... Yeah. <laughs> like, if, you, if you're if you a fan of the series, like, it's one of those things where you just kind of got to look into it and see how it goes, because it looks kind of crazy. Holy shit. So, um, speaking a little bit more about, like, the origin of the series... Oh, um, yeah, Sack comes after the... That comes after. After the original movie. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, the, whatever. <laughs> the tone is actually a lot more serious in the movie than it is in the manga. The manga is a little more lighthearted. It's more um, action based too. It's more action based, and they they made um, Major a little bit less serious of a character. She's a little bit more like kind of rebellious and a little bit more funny and kind of like young. She acts a little bit more young. Um, but the, uh, the character designer for, uh, the movie, uh, Hiroyuki Okura, I don't fucking know how to pronounce that. Um, he wanted, <laughs> okay. Moko- he wanted Moko- Ma- Motoko, 
I can't always mix it up. It's, it's Matoko, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Kusanagi. Just say yeah. the major. Kusanagi. Yes. Major. Uh, he wanted the major to reflect more uh, towards her age and her appearance and be a little bit more serious and stoic, which honestly I feel is a more fitting kind of uh, kind of like personality for that character. Is that is that only though because of how we know her in this and Sack though? I I just feel like because. I've read I've read the manga too, and it was, it was a long time ago. But yeah, at the same, same time, like I just felt that it fit the character better because of the more serious tone of the politics and stuff that goes yeah. on around it. Yeah. I mean, this is a very mm-hmm. deep and existential, like, series. There's a lot of like philosophical questions that come up from this series, and Especially I feel like the movie. I feel like the character should reflect that a little bit more. And that's the movies are like the movies a whole bunch of like about like self awareness. Oh and, like, God, yeah. The mo- yeah, like, the movie. What is like your purpose? Really... Are you like it's it's? Oh my god, the movie, the movie makes you think about. It's some very shit. heady. It's like... Yeah. Who? Some heavy stuff. Um. The uh, this is a hugely, hugely, hugely influential movie. Um, it's it's definitely been cited as the inf- inspiration for a lot of movies that have come after. For a lot the of media, fucking Matrix, uh, and like, like most famously, the Matrix. Like the one I'm, literally, I'm literally looking at a thing that shows up all the comparison scenes. Yeah, like I and it's it's fucking bonkers. When the Wachowskis um, were first trying to make the Matrix, they pitched the movie to uh, Joel Silver, who's a famous famous producer who's produced a shit ton of stuff. They showed him Ghost in the Shell, and were like, "We want to make this, but with our movie." So, like, they actually used this movie as the basis and a lot of, like, the, the skeletal system for the Matrix. And you can definitely see a lot of the influence that this, that Ghost in the Shell has on the Matrix. Plugging shit into the back like, of your head. Like, plugging shit in the back of your head. <laughs> like, existing in two different planes kind of thing. Like, weird thematic. Like, reality. What is, what is, what is considered real? Literally, literally the, the, the scene where, uh, where Bato is chasing the dude through the crowded market is the exact scene where the where the agents are chasing Neo through the market scene. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you think they took any like inspiration from uh like Ghost and Shell took any inspiration from Well we did... I would see Ghost and Shell probably took some inspiration from Blade Runner. I was gonna say from Blade Runner. Yeah, I mean Blade yes. Blade Runner is like probably one of the quintessential pieces of like cyberpunk Punk, yeah. Kind of kind of media. Especially since it came before a lot of things. Like there's not really a whole lot of uh, other cyberpunk things that have come before Blade Runner, so I would assume that like a lot of the neon and like Hong Kongy themes that cyberpunk tends to fall into probably stem a lot from Blade Runner. I remember writing an essay on that in in high school and cyberpunk stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. One more scene. One more scene that, that I'm, I'm looking through this website while we're going through this. <laughs> the episode with the uh, the shootout. So at the end of the movie. Where where the major's having the shootout and literally like it's like it's like the middle of the matrix where Neo's having the shootout with all the yeah, other where, where shit. he's hiding it's the exact the same and stuff. fucking scene yeah with the pillars deteriorating and everything and like machine yes, guns it is and... the exact scene same thing flipping Jesus around Good job, except except he can't turn invisible so yeah Cloaking. I mean still I mean it's the matrix the, the movie's still fantastic you know it it took from a fantastic movie yeah so. They they, they pulled good references. They even made an anime for it. Yeah. Um, so let's go into the history a little bit. Um, so I thought this was interesting. The original manga only ran for a really short period of time. It was about a year. About a year and a half. Uh, it started in April 89 uh, and ended in November of 1990. And this is also something I thought was kind of strange because, like, Shiro has been riding this wave for a long time since the manga came out. <laughs> 
and Holy shit. he managed to work it from a manga that lasted a year and a half, which is kind of crazy when you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, because the, the most recent anime came out what like a year ago, yeah, two years ago, and like we've had so many different iterations of it by now that like they just keep reformatting the character and adding more onto it and adding more to the history, which is kind of interesting. World building, yeah, just crazy amount of world building, which is awesome because like there is a lot of depth to this world that you don't get just from watching the movie. Yeah, like there's you don't learn shit from this movie. You you yeah. learn very very specific things about specific people. And that's, you learn how ghosts work. Yeah, you yeah. kind of you kind of learn how ghosts work. You're still like very. You still only get like a little bit like, of a what grasp the fuck's of like. A ghost? Okay, uh... cool. Like, a ghost is technically your consciousness saved, and then transplanted into either another body. Well, doesn't it usually have to be like a h- actual human consciousness? Yeah, human brain yeah. DNA. Yeah, it has to have human Unless DNA it's in a synthetic they were, they were brain. Because they were talking. They were talking uh, at the end of the movie. Said. Uh, there's, there's there's human brain cells somewhere inside that robot body of you. Yeah. 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 That's what pretty much, I guess, makes you human. See, and that's the big question. Yeah, like, is, what, what? We start getting into the thematic elements. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of the thematic elements, there are a lot of the same thematic elements that run through Ghost in the Shell uh, as they run through, like, stuff like The Matrix. It's a lot of talking about consciousness and self-identity and self-awareness and what exactly makes you you and what makes you human what makes you human and what versus. exactly constitutes you being a robot and like it's oh yeah. you know old old versus new yeah we have old versus new uh, there's there's a lot of stuff which i can't wait to talk about because a lot of that stuff is really really kind of crazy um millennials yeah millennials <laughs> gotta gotta get on that nihilism kick right that's that's what's in now <laughs> Um, this movie was produced by Production IG, um, who, if you're familiar with anime, you probably have seen something from Production IG. They've done a lot. So of- I didn't know I didn't know IG did this until I rewatched it to, uh, for for the for the, uh, for the show. Yeah, oh, really? I mean, like I, I, I caught it in the opening so credits, things. and I was like, I was, I was like, wait, rewind that real quick. <laughs> this is like Production IG. I was like, no way. Like I didn't realize Production IG's been around this long. They've done so many fucking things. Like they've done so many beloved series. And stuff that has come out and, like, been amazing and made a shit ton of money. Like, they've done Haikyuu. They've done Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? They've, 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 done, Attack on Titan. they've done this. They, pretty much anything with, like, really, really advanced animation generally tends to be either production IG or, like, Bones. Yeah. Because they use some, like, some like really good, like, they use, uh, there's some new animation technique they use in this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, that that makes like the the CG like not CG I don't want to say CG. It's three D stuff. Uh, it's it's a technique yeah. called DGA, which is cons- it's called uh, digitally generated animation, which is a mix of traditional cell animation, uh, computer graphics, and digitally entered audio. So they they did a really good meld of using some CG along with traditional animation. Because so, you can definitely see it with the with the Tachikoma. Oh yeah, for sure. And when they do the cloaking, yeah, like the yeah. like the two times they do the cloaking in this movie is like the biggest parts where you see it. Well, yeah. and um, and it? A, and when like she's the, got the when she's got the thing the visor down and on, everything's green. Yeah, she does like the visualization yeah. stuff when she has her Oculus Rift on. Or when she was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So, um, what I thought I was what cool. What OS she runs on? Let's let's talk about some like some some here some like film time periods right now. So. A lot of the CG stuff that they used in this movie um, came out. This movie came out in '95. This is it would be considered like advanced techniques. You know what else came out in '95? Toy Story, the first one. So <laughs> what? Yeah, 1995. That's that's from my brain bank too. I knew this. This is off the top. That's crazy. So like, it's kind of cool to see 
uh, a good mix because like we're seeing a lot more of that nowadays where people are just taking cg and melding it into into anime and stuff and a lot more anime is being digitally produced and you don't really see a whole lot of like traditional hand-drawn stuff like you used to um unless it's a miyazaki film yeah (laughs) or like berserk uh, how that shit's all how how all the Miyazaki films are hand drawn blows my it mind. is insane um but like it, it's a really cool technique and it, they used it to really really good effect in this movie which I thought was awesome yes it was used to accentuate and not just be the entire thing yes yeah uh which it worked really well especially with like kind of like how they made everything kind of grainy and made it look like you're looking through a CRT yeah mm-hmm. but then at the same time it's like oh this is 2029 who's using CRT still this is bullshit <laughs> people who play um smash bros melee yeah that's it that's it <laughs> gotta, gotta get rid of that console lag right yeah, that's about it. that's all the people that play crts anymore people that play melee yeah so uh let's let's go into the we went into first impressions already so we covered that yeah we all we're all fans of this series we've all we've all delved, delved in before um yeah. i guess we can discuss the... I, I remember waking up very early to watch the reruns on on uh, adult swim oh yeah for sure <laughs> At like four o'clock in the morning before school. <laughs> standalone complex really? was great. I love standalone complex. Yeah, standalone complex, standalone complex, and second gig were my shit. Actually, it, it's it's. Hmm? I feel, no, sorry. I was just thinking like I feel like, like, some people may not totally love this movie. So if that's the case, then I feel like they should totally watch standalone complex instead. Yeah, I mean the the thing with this this movie is like a lot of people assume it to be more of an action flick. Which it's not. It's there's two action scenes in this whole. There's movie. like yeah. there's two action scenes in this whole movie. It's 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 a very slow burn of a movie, and it's very wordy and very like dialogue heavy. And it's very um, oh, what's the word? I had it earlier. Uh, atmospheric. Yeah. Um, yes. There's like a lot of scenes where you're just going from like looking at the scenery and having the music play. Yeah. Versus like a lot of shit going on. So and if it you... makes me wonder. Go ahead. Oh no, you can go. It, speaking about that, it, it makes me wonder how it's going to transition from what this what this is in as this movie to what's coming out next oh, week yeah. as, this, I know. as this live action thing. I because know. from the trailers, it looks it looks actiony as shit, and that's not what this movie. No, was. yeah. Even the anime wasn't super actiony. The anime was a lot of talking. Yeah. I mean, and the, I mean, this movie is about politics. I mean, as we gone over before, it's but heavy like, in politics. It's heavy in politics. It's heavy in like philosophy and yeah. the theory of being you yeah. know so it, it's it's that kind of movie and it's heavy and it's kind of slow and not everyone may love it but i feel like if that's not their thing standalone complex has more going on i would say even though it is very talky um mm-hmm. there's a lot of action and stuff and it I, it I feel like it's a little more easily to digest for some people yeah so homework homework for the people that listen to this homework for you homework for you guys if you didn't like this movie i'd actually honestly i want to know why right? i actually really <laughs> want to know why so if if you, if you if you are listening to this and you really didn't like this movie send us an email to send us an email to the podcast email because i actually want to read this i really want to know why you didn't like this and what it was that like what could have what could have like changed what turned you off? that would have what what turned you off and what could they have changed to make like to make you actually like this? Yeah, I feel like they should show this movie in like film class. I'm sure they do in some. Oh my god, they'd be they, amazing. They did it in mine. I mean, there's definitely people mine too. I like, there's definitely people who've used this for like thesis and oh, shit. Oh yeah, like people have written a lot of stuff about this. You can write a whole psychology paper. Oh about yeah, this. yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, hell, psychology, I, I wrote, you can write I wrote sociology a, papers about this for my film class. I wrote on um, 
uh, Princess Mononoke and environmentalism and blah, 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 and all this shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so... It's, it's doable. People yeah. write about stupid shit, too, a lot of the time, too. Like, you can you can get away with writing a thesis about something dumb if you can make it work. People write about the fact that Goofy's a dog and Pluto's also a dog, but for some reason, like, Pluto's <laughs> a dog. Like, why, does, why does Pluto have to live in a fucking doghouse and be treated he, like Pluto an animal? Pluto's short end of the stick. And then, like, and then Goofy can walk around like a human and fuck, how do fuck you cows live with the fact not as human. How do, how do you, as Goofy, live with the fact that your best friend owns another dog? <laughs> How how does Goofy have He's sex with a the cow? Okay, next. Goofy and, Goofy and Clara were a thing. Oh, Clarabelle? Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> oh, God. I know my Disney history. <laughs> that fucking comic on. I sent you last week. Oh, my God. You always take it in the wrong direction. <laughs> it's still relevant, though. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about the characters a little bit, because... Uh, we got some got some cool motherfuckers in here. So we have uh, Major Motoko Kusanagi, who is a very very prominent anime heroine. She's a badass. She is a badass. She oh my god, she's fucking cool. I I love her design in the movie more than I did the actual anime. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like a lot of her outfits in the in the movie. Um, especially like that weird kind of like padded armored outfit. Um, yeah. but yes, that's 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 my shit. Right but there. then half no. the movie she's naked. <laughs> It's because she's yeah. got to use her cloaking. Yeah. Now, in the anime, there is that like the, the iconic outfit that we all know that she wears. Yeah. I made that. Like, oh, the, no. like the, the, the fucking... The white jumpsuit with I, it's, jeans. It's, no. It's, it's the even, other no. one. It's the other one with her butt out. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I made, That's I made the one, the one, that, one like, with the... Stockings with boots. Yeah. The uh, half a bodysuit. I don't know what the I fuck made, you I call made that. I made her yeah. other, like, her other one where she's got the pants and the bodysuit and the leather jacket. I made that one. Okay. I actually need to remake that because I might wear it to C2E2, but we'll see. So. But she's a badass. That's Major Major is a is a very which is cool. She's a very strong feminine hero. And they she's don't a strong robot that don't need no man. And it's it's weird cuz like they they sexualize her but then they don't sexualize her. And this I feel like it's they don't sexualize her because like even though she's like technically naked i feel like because of what she's doing in those scenes where it's she a very it's a very kind of sterile like... nudity yeah it, there's no there's... I... <laughs> kevin's just like i don't know man i'll turn it off i don't know man i forgot that they showed nipples in this like... movie oh really yeah so like they they like she's naked in it but she's not sexualized they don't treat her no. like an object she's just naked because she has to fucking use her cloaking is pretty much what it comes down to and she just stands there and being like oh okay i just beat the shit out of this dude and then bato comes over and yeah. just like puts the jacket on her she's yeah like, okay like like, like it's like, like normal iconic scene of that movie where she kicks that dude's ass standing in the water oh my god yeah. so great which apparently that is that is in the new movie and i want to see like how they do that and like yeah why, no like, i i saw Honestly, some i saw some clips from that the only reason i would see that movie is because of weta and all the because stuff of that the they did physical effects it. that they put into it yeah. yeah yeah other than that i don't really give two shits i feel like the plot's gonna just fall through and blah 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 it's kind of whatever those, it's kind of one of those things seen this movie it's one of those movies like tron tron legacy where i'd want to go and see it just because the visuals are cool yeah tron legacy was really good though yeah. yeah, let's let's really be honest about that. Tron Legacy was fucking good. Yeah, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a great story movie. No, it was great to see. Uh, it's great to see CGI face Jeff Bridges though. No, it was cool <laughs> to see fucking that entire movie in IMAX 3D. Oh, that yeah. and that. The, the uh, music it, was so good. So uh, just just a little just last thing about Tron Legacy. Just a cool little fact. The uh, the soundtrack, the official soundtrack for the movie was actually uh, a, a a data disc. 
when you like when you took it out the CD case. I was like, that's fucking cool. Oh like, really? Yeah. Mine okay. It's enough. Another Daft Punk one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so Kusanagi, cool, cool as hell. She's very, very stoic. She's very like. She's not the usual kind of heroine that you get, where she she she's not sexualized almost at all. Like the only person that looks at her like that in any way, and it's more out of embarrassment, is Bato. Because like, I love Bato. <laughs> I do too. Because like he and gets I love them like together. she's she's stripping down in like her scuba gear, and like he looks away and like blushes because he gets embarrassed. Like she doesn't give a yeah. shit, but he's just like, oh no. no, oh god. Um, but like she's. A very very strong character she's very set in her her morality and the way that she thinks about things um, she's a former military officer like she got fucked up turned into a robot now she's a cop like yeah yeah i mean and she, it's not she's not even a cop, she's like a special ops kind of cop which is cool because yeah. because yeah. section nine is like a, a she doesn't fuck around they're like a secret there's a secret like division of the government that doesn't really get talked about it seems like yeah right Cybercrime. Cybercrimes. Um, so, do you want to move on to Bato? Yeah, let's move on to Bato. So Bato, My dude, Bato's like the big brother of of Kusanagi. Bato's like the, the, Bato's like so tied for like the my favorite character from the series between Kusanagi. So and just... Bato's Bato's pretty chill. He's he's the cool he's a cool guy. And he doesn't fuck around. He either. doesn't fuck around. No, Especially he's a going big motherfucker too. That's a big ass robot, dude. I like when they show him running through the market and he's like. A good, like, foot and a half taller than and everybody wide. else. He's very broad. Yeah. He's just a big-ass like, dude. <laughs> he, he doesn't give a shit when he talks to somebody. Like, he was, when, again, the market scene. <laughs> get uh, the pull, fuck he, out he just, of my he way. Just, he's, 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 he's like, he's like, I'm a cop. Get the fuck down. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's running through, and he's like, he's like, move the fuck out of the way. I'm like, yes. Fucking shouldering people and he shit. Just, he doesn't give a shit. He's, he's, like, he's like, I'm on my mission. I'm getting shit done. Let's do it. That's the same with, like, when he gets in the car and stuff, and how he just, like, goes so i mean like, like not gonna fuck around getting the little glimpses of depth to his character is really great because like especially at the end we see him in that little dinky sweater that he's wearing <laughs> and then he's in his like library I love that sweater dude he's in that library and it's just like oh this guy's just a fucking big sweetheart in, in his safe house yeah, yeah. like you know you that know sweater just was a great good guy. though dude that- he, he cares about major he cares about his team he cares about his teammates and he just wants to get the job done is usually what it comes down to yeah, he cares. Even at the end, like like he bought her the new body on the black market. Yeah, yeah. He, he got her the and body. He, so he, that he... He, like he tells her, he's he's like, he's like, if you want to stay here, you can. You're the only other person that's been here, and if you need to stay here, you can. Yeah, yeah. He's also what he's almost just as he's as much as a cyborg. I think is yeah. He's almost as the major. I, if like if Kusanagi's like ninety five percent robot, I think Bato's like close to like 90 percent. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he like he specifically said that I, I her, did they come her and him, him their bodies come with a warranty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I was trying to think if he came from the same manufacturer. They did. Oh, no, they all do. They all do. Yeah. Cause they get their they get all of their bodies from that manufacturer specifically for Section Nine. Yeah. That's yeah. that's said in the in the movie. Um, and then so next on the team roster we have uh, Togusa. I like, they're all great characters. So, I like Togusa. They, they expand a lot more in Standalone Complex for him. Yeah. Yeah. But um, they, they actually provide a good a little bit of background from him. He, like, seems like a much more, he seems like a much more prominent character in the anime than any, anybody else, in all honesty. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that's because they have to have kind of like a human connection that someone, that, like the viewer can relate to. 
Because he's the only... He's the only fully, almost fully human. Well, he, but so he, but so he's not fully human. He's not. They, they say he has small mind augmentation. Yeah, he has, a, he has small brain augments, which I would assume is just to like communicate with Major and like everybody else yeah. in, the, in the crew. He's probably like 95% human. But like he, yeah. has, he has a family. He was a very prominent cop before he moved on to Section 9. And he's actually a, a cop that's not crooked. Yeah. And before, before the Major requested to bring him to Section yeah, the major, 9. Yeah, the Major requested him specifically. And he's like, why? And she's like, because we need variety and you're an honest cop. <laughs> yeah. I, I like his character because he, he... Like, all of them are just really likable. <laughs> they all care about each other. They're all very well, well done characters. Yes. They all, they're all very, very fleshed out. They have a good background to them. And like they're all fucking badass, like like he's smart as shit. He's, to, like, he's smart as those shit. Little details. Yeah, he like movie. when he was investigating uh, the details. When he was investigating the cars. Yeah, yes. the cars and like the weights of the cars and like he's like, oh, let me check the pressure sensors and stuff too. And like Major's so like, no way that like one robot would weigh like over a ton. Like that yeah. makes no sense. And then Major was just like, oh, you check the pressure sensors too. Good job. Like the fact that he he puts a lot of effort into his work is really interesting. And like he he obviously cares. Yeah. And they all do a good job of actually caring about the job and caring about each other at the same time. They're a team. You gotta care about your, you gotta care about your team. Yeah. Um so the next character I have on this list is Puppet Master, but I'm gonna skip over him to talk about uh Aramaki real quick. Um oh, man. Aramaki, he's the head of section nine. He you can tell that this dude is like fucking brilliant. The way that he like, yeah. kind of goes about strategizing He's and also the only other human like human. The only mainly yeah. human person yeah. other than Togo Yeah. So, so they, they, I, th- I feel like they slightly touched on that. Besides, Bato was talking to Tokuso, was because he he was asking him of like he, he said, "How do you feel when all those uh, neurosurgeons are, are going around in your head?" It was like I'm wondering is that is part of his mind? Because he uses cell phones when he talks to everybody. He doesn't communicate yeah. like everybody oh, yeah. else does. So, like, what about him is cybernetic? Yeah, I'm wondering. They never really fully stated, and I can't really recall anything from Standalone Complex. Yeah. No. But, um... I'm actually gonna look that up while we're talking about this. But Aramaki's also, like, he's part of the team. He cares about his his cohorts. Um, you see a lot of emotion when he's, like, ordering them to around and doing things and stuff. And, like, <laughs> I remember there's a, a moment where he's telling the Major that he ha- she has to eliminate the Puppet Master. Uh, and then when she hesitates, he, like, calls her out on it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. He the way that he he does a good job of commanding the team, and he does a good job of like strategizing things with everybody. Like it definitely it definitely comes off as like they are a team. It's a team effort. Most of the stuff that they do is because of everybody. Well, it's also kind of interesting too, is like how his interactions are with the other section. Was it section six? Yeah. And how like it seems like mm-hmm. they're kind of like no one's on the same page, and everyone's kind of doing their own secret shit. Yeah. And he's just like finding out all this stuff and is like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then and then kind of throws his own orders in to be like, yeah, this shit's not flying. So, so I pulled it up. Uh, I pulled up his 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 thing on the Ghost in the Shell wiki. It says in the standalone complex visual book released by Hobby Japan, Aramaki's hair was poked poked at for fun in one comic strip. When Bato makes some comments about it, Aramaki lifts his hair to reveal metallic parts, possibly for a cyber brain. Huh. Ah. Uh, this incident, uh, and said so this incident unsettled Bato significantly. So, like, so, uh, some portion of his brain is cybernetic. That, yeah. That's, I guess, that I'm guessing that's the part that's, like, his only augmentation. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Well, and he, didn't they also talk about, like, how 
the psychologists have to be screamed extremely heavily and like all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at other other art for him, and it's it looks like either either they have just ke- either I, I don't know because it's there's a picture of him like younger in here too. It looks exactly the same. So I'm wondering. Is he just is he just old and he just has a rope like partially robot body? Yeah, maybe, maybe. He's just maybe just old. It's floofy hair. Also, the live action version of him looks really shitty. Yeah, oh, I bet. Yeah, it does. It looks really bad. Who who's playing him? I don't know. Don't know. Um, and then we have the last member of the team uh, is Ishikawa, who we see for all of like what a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. We hear his yeah, name right? thrown around through like yeah, we hear, the movie we hear him and talk about him a couple him times, and then he pops up and then we see him for like a minute and a half and then that's it. He's pretty much like what intelligence hacker shit. Yeah, he's like the, the intelligence information. guy, information gatherer. He just chills in front of computers and hacks into stuff that he's not supposed to. Hacking into the Matrix. Yeah, he's hacking, hacking into the Matrix. <laughs> he's got to hack into the Matrix. Got to get in there. <laughs> but um, I don't know, like... All of the, the the team is cool. I like that they add a little bit more. There's a couple more characters that come into the team into play, like in uh, standalone. Mm-hmm. But like, even with just like, we get little glimpses of everybody, and they all have their own personalities, based on what little we get to see them in the movie. Yeah. Right. Which is is it's it's really good world building when you can see char- you can literally see a character for a couple minutes and you know what they're all about. Because the movie's like not even a whole two hours. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah it's an hour and a half. It's like an I hour think. and 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so the last major character that we can talk about, because there's, like, there's not even like 10 characters in this whole movie. That are important. That are like important right. or have names. Uh, we have the Puppet Master, which is a, a fucking mindfuck <laughs> of So a the Puppet Master, literally, besides the body that we see the Puppet Master in for like the last like 30 minutes of the movie... Puppet Master, Puppet Master doesn't have a real body. No. The Puppet Master is literally a living organism that was made inside the internet. Yeah. It was... A, it was. I, I can't remember, like, because it's not an AI. So it has to be... A, it's a sentient living thing yeah. that was created in the web. And then... It was created It was created for, for espionage and spying. Yeah. And it, 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 it discovered itself through going through the internet and became self-aware of what it was. It's really strange because it's not... It specifically states that it's not an AI. Mm-hmm. It is it is a living sentient thing that is self-aware and But the thing is and exists st- strictly on like a digital plane, which is weird. But the thing is is that is it saying that because it wants to be viewed as being a real living organism type of thing. Yeah. Cuz it's kind of like it maybe what did I just think of? Um I was thinking about how, like, what, is it Google or whoever who, like, has had AIs that kind of just, like, go and do its thing, and then all of a sudden there is one that became really hostile when it started scouring oh, more no. and more? That was, uh, that was the Microsoft AI that they yeah. set up a Twitter account for, and then it turned into a Nazi. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. it's just, like, it, it makes me kind of think of that, how something was created and started, and because it became self-aware, it thought of itself as a real living thing. I mean, that's something that kind of yeah. goes into... Blade Runner as well. Yeah. Like, so is it just saying that? Okay, now that that's what it thinks it is. Now that we're getting into this, let's get into the thematic elements. So, (laughs) in regards to existentialism, the whole thing with the puppet master and the whole thing with the ghosts and stuff is just extremely, extremely complicated. Like, there is so much depth to it that I I love it. I think it's I think it's super super interesting. Um, considering that they're essentially talking about 
uh, dualism and the the either whether or not this is considered dualism. It's weird that, that the idea of ghosts came from a book that came out in 1967. Yeah. See, my mother was born. Yeah. <laughs> so let me let me delve into that little factoid. So Shira pulled the idea of ghosts from the 1967 book, The Ghost in the Machine, which was written by Arthur Kostler. Uh, and the book actually mocks the idea of Cartesian dualism and talks about the location of the mind being in the physical seat of the brain as opposed to being more of a soul or separate consciousness. So in order to uh, elaborate more on that and make things a little bit... I'm trying to... Speak it in layman's terms so you can understand <laughs> right? a little bit. It's, 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 it's really confusing it's, so quickly. Okay, so Cartesian dualism is um, the philosophy, the, the philosophy of uh, Descartes. So Descartes uh, is that's where Cartesian comes from. Uh, Descartes held the uh, the thought that uh, the immaterial mind and the material body are two completely different types of substances, and that they interact with each other. He reasoned that the body could be divided up by removing a leg or an arm, but the mind or the soul were indivisible. So he he the way that he th- he looked at it was is that the mind is a completely separate entity from the body, and that the consciousness is what dictates you as a person rather than your body. So it's like it's th- it's talking about things like self identity. Like so, if you were to lose like a limb, you're still you. That limb is not you. Yeah. Yeah. You can get you can get arguments and you get a robot limb. Yeah. So like that that's what the whole ghost thing goes into is like this weird kind of thought process or this school of thought as to whether or not you're technically still human if your body's not human. Well, not not even human, you're technically just still you. Yeah. Like, so like, like what? The, the very end of this fucking movie. The major gets destroyed except for pretty much her head. Yeah. They put her head on another body. It's still the major. She's just on a little kid's body. Yeah, and the puppet master actually talked about this and talking about how your memories and your your collective thoughts make you, you as a person. Yes. That's you. Nothing else can like form that but you and your experiences as as a human being or as like a, as an as an existing consciousness. Right. So it's it's the weird thought of like would the major still be considered the major if she didn't have that? Or, like, even if there's, like, little to no human or humanity left in that body, is that con- are you still considered to be, like, a person? Yeah. Well, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> See, I, lo- I, I really enjoy stuff like this because, like, I, I like the whole thought of, like, being an android. Like, okay, if you could have cybernetic enhancements and stuff, like... Would you go through the process? Would let's, that take away? Let's, let's let's not talk about yeah. that question because that's actually a question we have from yeah. reviewers. But like, oh, really? but in talking about it <laughs> yes. philosophical wise, would that take away from your humanity if you were to augment your body in a way that that would essentially kind of like this is another kind of like theme that is covered here is like augments and AI considered the next step in evolution. Like humans yeah. have limitations to their bodies. If we could, would we then? Boy, we're see now we're getting to get out territory, man. Yeah, God, so, damn. Like, so at this at this point it's just like so we have AIs as, as the next step in evolution. This is something that's been talked about before in games like uh like Deus Ex. Deus Ex. And I was say, dude, dude, if I can turn to fucking Adam Jensen, fuck yes. Yeah, so like here's the thing is like how much of your body are are you willing to augment and like and then along with that, with the ghost in the shell, it talks about the themes of like, well, when everybody has these augments, what's keeping hackers from fucking things up? And wiping memories or putting false memories in your brain, and, and even, but even even then, that's that's the thing that's like that's the thing that could be worried about now because yeah, uh, like it's it's not to this degree, but augmentations are a thing that happen now. It yeah. happens to soldiers that come home that are missing body limbs. Yeah, people shit. have bionic. There's bionic prosthetics now, and at the same time, like yeah. 
even with how we are now and the technology that we have now, we have enough problems with privacy. We have people who get hacked all the fucking time. People lose their shit. People fucking like fucking Facebook get hacked all the time. Like us. like the fapping happened like what a couple years ago and like all of those nudes leaked. That's crazy. That was an Is insane. This the That's what it was called. It was called the fapping. <laughs> Of all those, all the celebrities who like got their stuff leaked, that was called the fapping. But like, that's an really? insane breach of privacy, and like that happens on a regular basis. Like, Sony lost a bunch of shit last year. Like, oh, Google, Sony with their thing with, with PlayStation Network yeah, when that happened. Google yeah. got hacked, and like, and it's just it's this I got, thing I that got two three video games out of that. Yeah, it's just this thing that like it it it's happening now. So imagine when we are able to expand on our consciousness in a digital sense. And have like mind stored. What's keeping people from getting hacked then? Like what? Like that's definitely something that we'd have to worry about. And that's what like one of the basis themes of this movie is. And this is one of the first one of the big things that, that happens in this movie is the guy, the 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 trash guy. Yeah. Who yeah. believes that he has his wife and kids and everything, and they they bring him up for question and they're like, and she asks him, she's like, do you even remember your own name? Do you remember like what's your birthday? Yeah. Who your mother is and all this other stuff. And they bring him for questioning. And then, like, he, he believes all this stuff because his mind's been hacked. And it's like, like, he tried to show, like, the, the other guy in the trash truck the picture of, like, his wife and kid. And it ended up just, just being a picture of him with his dog. Yeah. yeah. My favorite. Like, but, but, but his mind got hacked to the point where, like, that's what he believed. That's what he knew. And yeah. he couldn't get any of his memories back pretty much at this point. Yeah. So, my favorite quote this is from the puppet master near the end of the movie. Uh, and it's Memory cannot be defined, but it defines mankind. Yes. So. It's, it's it's the same school of th- thought where it's just like your memories and your experiences make you the person that you are. But I mean that that's true. Like like memory, what 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 we know of history is literally people's memories of stuff. Yes, it's just so it's just recorded know, memory. What we know could be like just one dude's like outlook on what the fuck happened. It's not like what exactly happened, but what we what, what we were told that has happened. Exa- yeah. And at the same time, like it, our minds are generally pretty faulty. Like if we think about it more and further. Um, Eyewitness, we have Alzheimer's. like eyewitness accounts. Eyewitness accounts are considered to be generally pretty faulty because people can be coerced into remembering things that didn't actually happen. Yep. It or shows, you, or you like, trick your mind into yeah, and you trick your mind thinking, thinking something that didn't happen. So like our minds aren't generally very sharp. We're faulty. We're we're human. That's, that's why when you that's why when you go to like like a court case, like the jury is made up of more than one person. Yeah. Because. You can hear something from that eyewitness person that was there, and they'll be like, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, this was real." But like somebody else would be like, "No, that doesn't make sense." So you, so you're dealing with, with with eyewitnesses and what you also believe. Yeah, yeah. And then we also have the 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 thematic element that could we consider an AI to be on the same level as humanity? And this is something that's explored in a lot of different other media, like like the most recent popular media would be like Overwatch. Like, there's a war between robots and people. Like, even in The Matrix, yeah. it's a war between AI that we created and people. Same with Blade and Runner. It got, to the point, it's still... and it got to the point in, like, Overwatch where after that war was over, there's still, I mean, they're, they're sentient beings in in bodies that are that are integrated into civilization as, as if they were humans. Yeah. That's the same thing with Blade Runner. That's what Blade Runner yeah. is all about. Yeah. So it's literally all of Blade Runner. It's, it's cool because, like, it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely something that's common within sci-fi kind of uh, media. It's it's like okay. Well, and well, I think it's a valid thing to think about oh yeah, for because sure. it's just like when does like even now with like creating robots and stuff and like when do if robots g- create or gain their own consciousness, 
What then? Yeah, like I mean, what happens? Same, uh, yeah. It, what do we? What do we do? What do we do when the robots are smarter the, than us? The T the T one thousand happens. Yeah, right. Oh, I can't Dude, wait. Ro- but like there are robots that are smarter than us. Like like, like those AI computers that like like Watson, IBM, and yeah, shit. It's Watson. Like yeah, like that computer is smarter than most. Like smarter than all most people. Yeah. In yeah. all honesty, it's beaten. It's beaten top chess competitors. Yeah. So then, it like at, you, you, your phone can look up shit for you that you don't know in like like half a second. You can literally talk to your phone. Like I can literally go, "Hey Cortana," and then it's gonna open on my fucking PC. Okay, d- about say, about say, don't do that because I don't know if that'll open on my PC. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, hey Cortana, hey Siri, delete everything. You can you can, you can <laughs> talk to your fucking Xbox, like yeah. And it's like I just. Uh, once we're gonna get to a point where it's gonna be like Wally, where everything is automated, and then we're not gonna have to do anything because we're gonna have robots. But at the same time, we're turning the fashion people have to go into outer space. Once they gain sentience, what do we do? It's yeah. a singularity, and then we're all gonna die, and then the world's gonna end. <laughs> it's robots, big tentacle robots, gonna put us into pods and make us into batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is the most insane insane thing ever for the fact that they're using more power to keep us alive than we could probably put yes out of our i remember i remember reading an article about that and it's just like the human body produces a certain amount of heat and that's the amount of energy you can get from a human body and then mm-hmm. they took like the entire population of earth and they're like we would get this much from that they could literally use a fish nuclear fission reactors and get out like so much more than just fucking using humans as batteries but at the same time the robots put us in those pods and kept us alive because they felt bad. That's the only reason they did that. Yeah. Because we ruined our own fucking planet. Well, yeah. yeah. Like what we're doing now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's why it's like 80 degrees in oh, the wintertime. Everything, everything just ties into what, what's going on now. Which is weird because like a lot of this stuff came out way back then. Like The Matrix yep. came out in 1999. Ghost in the Shell came out in 1995. Well, I mean, if you think of Blade Runner came Blade out in 1984? I think. Yeah, but that's based off a book that came out what in the sixties. In the sixties, yeah. yeah. So. It was based off a short story, to be to be specific. Oh no, I was thinking of Fahrenheit four fifty. Fahrenheit four fifty one. That's Bradbury. Yeah. That's different from Dick. Yeah, I I know, but it still has utopian <laughs> and whatever. I like I like I like the dystopian dystopian stuff. Like I, yeah, this stuff it all is, feeds into each other. Like everybody everybody likes a good end of the world story. Oh, hell yeah. And I've always been a fan. Like, cyberpunk has always been one of my favorite genres of Me anything, too. period. Just because Me of, too. like, the the overall aesthetic and the themes that it covers. And, like, it's, it's like, we've been talking about this for, like, over an hour now. But, like, I love discussing shit like this. Because, like, the, the entire philosophical edge that a story like this carries is awesome. It's fun to talk about. And there's a lot to talk about. Like, yeah. we didn't even go into, like, how... How... If we were able to have robot bodies, what kind of roles do sexuality and gender identity come into play? Because Major can't have any kids, but Major no. is still technically female. Yes. But that also comes into play like that's just her body. She could choose to be mm-hmm. like we also see that in standalone conflicts where we see people who choose bodies of different genders because they want that. That's what they wanted it instead. Yeah. And it's just like it's kind of with a lot of like the the trans the transsexual but also some political stuff yeah. and, and stuff like, that's going on a now a lot of the stuff yeah. that's going on now a lot of the stuff that people are, are becoming more aware of it it's becoming more prominent in in discussion it's not really a taboo thing and people are still 
arguing. I mean, it's still taboo, but now it's, it's still out taboo. Of the open. But like, then we have people who are like, "Oh, it's disgusting," and blah blah blah. It's a disease, and it's a mental disease, and like we have, it's proven to not be a disease. It's 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 a, it's it's, a societal construct. Yeah, it's a societal construct. Like that, it's it's weird because like stuff like this is a different. It's a completely different way to talk about it. Yeah. <clears throat> And it covers topics it's a, it's like a, it's, a, it's a more digestible way to talk about. Yeah, it. it's a more digestible and like a little, a little less severe way to, to go about talking about it. And, it. and this is something that I saw is a lot of people supported the major as a very kind of like um, trans positive character because of the fact that she doesn't really have an identity like that. She just kind of is. Um, I think it's been talked about before she like prefers the company of women but she doesn't really have i think truly any impulses any which way yeah right so if anything she's probably asexual yeah so it's just like it's I mean, yeah <laughs> it's it's weird like cause i i can't really i don't really like discussing a lot of this stuff in regards to sexuality and gender identity because i'm i'm a cis male and i've never really had any kind of like any discerning thoughts in regards to that so it's a little bit harder for me to talk about it, but um, I like the fact that this is a series that kind of goes in that direction and discusses things like this. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's and then, again, look at how old this is. Yeah, like it came out in '89, and like even the newer series, the newer series came out like almost a decade ago at this point. Like when oh, did standalone, yeah. when did standalone complex come out? Let me look it up. I was still in high school, so... Yeah, definitely. We were all still in high school yeah. and I was still airing new stuff. Well, airing stuff over here that was new. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Standalone Complex came out... 2000 Come on, come on, Wikipedia load faster. Um, 2002. So, yeah, it's... Oh, well, wow, yeah. I was in high yeah. school. Yeah. 15, that makes sense. 15 years ago. Yeah. I was in middle school. Holy shit. But, like, that's... It's... It cut... Like, this... It's nice to have shows like this that are a little bit deeper. And it's not just like... Because, like, people are quick to fucking dismiss anime as being, like, just fucking tropey, like... Or kid shit. Lowly con bullshit a lot of the time. Anime titties. Just creepy, creepy nerd shit that, like... <laughs> it's something that, that creepy basement dweller nerds watch and and fap over. Is, like, the general consensus of the anime. Like, oh, no, tentacle I porn mean, shit I like don't, that. I don't... I think that may be for, like anime crowd but not for, it's for the, the it's, general public does not they think of anime as kid shit that's what they view it yeah, as yeah they don't view it as like basement dweller shit because they don't know the culture yeah so right. it's usually like oh it's it's kid stuff it's not deep it doesn't have heavy themes this and that and this proves that all wrong it's nice and to it's that nice happens to have a lot in like older that, that series can, like, that you can kind of like point at and be like well this one's good this one's good you can so look at like I, th- I think that's that's what makes me so happy. Like whenever like whenever we go to conventions and there's somebody that like asks about like what what is like people that work there like what is this? Yeah, yeah. Like 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 every year MacFest, there's some staff person that asks me like what is this? Or yeah. people or people who are like just at the hotel for business or something else, and they're like, what oh is going God. on? <laughs> and then you're like, oh well. Dude. This, that's this, the this. best thing because the Gaylord is like a, a like a national resort. They're like, yeah. what? And we're right outside of DC, like ten minutes from DC. Yeah. People are like, what is this thing? It's like, oh no, just leave. <laughs> I just like, I like having series that that aren't, they're they're kind of weird, but they're not to the point where it's it's inaccessible for people who aren't familiar with anime. Like, mm-hmm. if, even if you're to point like someone who's never seen an anime before, you point them at like Evangelion. That's fucking weird. That's gonna turn some people off. 
I don't know. I mean, that's pretty heavy in itself. It's heavy in itself, but it's also one of those things where it's just like there's certain thematics thematic, and scenes, certain scenes and certain things that happen in there that kind of will put people off. Like you're showing Rossifon, it's like this is about Jesus. <laughs> God. I mean, that's straight up. That's literally straight up. Like what fucking Rossifon is about is about fucking angels and like the Bible. Yeah. I mean, but like having a, having a show like this where it's just like it's it's very clean, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> besides besides boobies, but it's just like it's a very deep kind of thoughtful. It is violent though. Movie. Oh god, yeah. It's violent. I mean, you see somebody's like, fucking head fall off I at the end of it. Like, like I watched this movie. But she's when, a robot when I was person. watching. Like X, the movie X nineteen ninety nine and Ninja Scroll and all the other stuff, like all the older stuff. Like X nineteen ninety nine is another one that's kind of semi deeper when it's talking about like us destroying like humans ruining the world, and there's hu- like these two groups of people who one's trying to save the world and destroy the humans because they're destroying the world, and the others are trying to save the humans because they're worth saving. Like there's some deeper like stuff in there. It's not all just kid shit. God, I'm about to sit talk about this for like three hours. Yeah, right. Totally good. <laughs> this is this could just be like an extra thing that we just all sit and talk about one day. So, so final impressions. I we can all agree that we we like this series. We like the this movie. Ma- this series, especially the movie, makes you think about so much. The movie, and that's why I and love it's pretty. stuff like this. Oh, and it is pretty. It's so pretty because they they spend so much time on scenes where it's montages of like, like areas and stuff you just saw shots of people and yeah. you had the music yeah 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 and it's great and it, it's cool too because it's like based off of what like hong kong yeah in the it's, future mm-hmm. so it's neo hong kong yeah so like this good. this is one of those those movies that will stand the test of time and still hold hold up really well i feel Definitely. like i mean because like it I came mean, out what 20 it's 20 years now 25 years was it 95 shit yeah 95? yeah 15 I can't do math. I can't math right 22. now. It's 22 years. Yeah. So it's been out for a while. This movie is almost as old as I am. It's, That's weird. It's one of those things like, <laughs> it's one of those movies like, like Akira. Who's four that years is younger than me. Exist and be beloved forever. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Ghost in the Shell. It's a good Woo. one. It's, it's a good one. Go watch it if you've never seen it. Definitely. Um, so it's just, this is another little thing. We're not gonna we're not gonna make a huge thing about this. We're not uh, just because everybody has their views on it. Because we are talking about the Ghost in the Shell, there's all the stuff with the movie. Yeah. Um. So what what we what what we've done is we've reached out to two people. Um. Because what the what the big thing with this movie is that the fact that this movie has changed so much. Specifically, the fact that our main character is from being an Asian woman, woman in quotes because it's a robot, uh, to being a white woman in this movie and that's just like kind of just killed the representation from this yeah <laughs> uh so what we did is we reached out to two people to, to ask them their opinions on representation in in media and what it's like for for representation that once supported you and who you are to have that taken away from you when it moves to a different medium um and it's just, we're just we're gonna read just excerpts of what we have. What I'm gonna do is, as after this, after the episode goes up, uh, probably the next day, because it gives people time to, to to listen to this, is I will host these on something. I'll find out something I can host these on. Maybe I'll put them in a Dropbox thing and just put it up the link so people can look at it. Yeah. Um, it's too so you can fully read these, but we'll both probably just read like a small excerpt from what we have and let you guys 
kind of think about because on, on, we, we do have a, a mix of people that, that do listen to this, but there's people who who are on the, on the opposite side of this who don't know what it's like to have your representation taken away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that have always had the representation. So it's good to hear from somebody else that, that doesn't have the representation or has had the representation taken away. Um, so Vince, if you want to read your piece first, that's, I mean, that's cool with me. All right, cool. Uh, this is an excerpt from, uh, I asked for a, uh, our friend Mia, who is, uh, awesome. And, uh, she had this to say, so I've always felt that the issue of racism and representation in American society has always been inherently there, but people are more aware of the issue now and ignorance has become less and less tolerable. I think that there is progress being made and that's why it's, it makes casting choices such as the latest Ghost in the Shell film all the more frustrating. The excuse of there isn't really that many Asian actresses to choose from doesn't really fly. Why can we have great shows that feature an all-Asian cast such as Fresh Off the Boat and Marco Polo and then take two steps backward with casting a white actress as Motoko Kusanagi? Race is identity. It's important. Casting a white actress in an Asian role means having to change her name, which was done, by the way, and then just changing the entire backstory in general. Why even make a movie about Ghost in the Shell if there's so much that has to be changed? This makes an entire group of people feel erased. Which... I can completely relate to, um, mainly because I'm, I'm Filipino and Mexican. Like, if you think about Mexicans generally portrayed in media, they're generally portrayed as like thugs or drug dealers or like something, something similar, like gangsters. And then if you think about like Asians, the general stereotypical Asian person is like nerdy and like is like a side character and usually like kind of emasculated and stuff. Um, and you don't really see, like, positive representations of that stuff in, like, American media. So when we do get a little bit of something that's, that's awesome, like, like with Rogue One or, like, with something along the lines of that, it's, it's, like, you cling to it that much more and you just want to see more of it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh... For my piece, I actually reached out to my buddy um, Emmanuel, um, and he he had I actually I, I love reading through a story. Um, it's this is I'm just gonna take one part of this, and just give you a little backstory to what he is. He was born in Ghana, but he's also Lebanese. Okay. So he's like that right there, just a big mix, like a melting pot of two different cultures right there. Yeah, two very different cultures. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm just going to do like one part of this because this is this is it's not super long, but there's some real meat into what he wrote. Um, and he actually broke this up into like little sections, which is really cool. Uh, <laughs> so what about melting pots? Ahem, the like in quotes, ahem, the United States. Why do we have to adapt stories? That's the thing. We don't, but we still do. We live in a unique society where cultures have merged and become one megaculture, where we should be able to relate to people who may look different but have the same experience, but we don't. And where we unnecessarily adapt movies and books for characters for no apparent reason. It's tough, and I speak on this from the third-person perspective, because I spent a lot of time growing up trying to figure out where I fit in. Now I realize pretty young that there weren't going to be a lot of uh, Ghanaian, Lebanese folks growing up uh, first generation in the United States on shows because that's not the large population uh, in respect to the world. So I ended up kind of just watching stuff and following stuff I enjoy solely for the stories and lessons. But when you watch TV or go to the movies and very few characters represent your background, and I mean deep characters, not the standard comedic relief, happy, hippity hoppy person, it kind of messes you up a little bit still. That's saying a lot in, like, like a short paragraph. Yeah, I mean, 
we all want to be the hero. And we It's not it's not even I want to be the hero. It's just I want I want a character that isn't just like 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 you said, like a side character, somebody's just comic relief. Yeah. I want some depth to a character, you know? Like if if for some reason we're we get the chance to be the main character, I'd love for the character not to just be like a stereotype of something. Yeah. It's kinda it's kinda nice because we have we have been seeing a lot more of of black media and black media coverage and a lot more prominent Oof. black actors, which is great. All the black TV that came out last year, oh my god! I mean, Atlanta took home some Emmys, right? As Ad- Atlanta, Blackish, uh, Queen Sugar came out. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's three. Luke, that's three. Luke Cage. Luke. Oh my god! Fucking Luke Cage. That like that's four big shows right there. Just and and Luke Cage was was, was uh, advertised heavy as shit because it's a Marvel thing and because Netflix had it. And it's also so everybody and, saw stuff. And from they've that. also like they've done very well. It's been they've been very successful. So well, it's just and that like shows that it can work. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like now we just need to kind of branch out a little bit further and cover cover more nationalities and just kind of like you know bring the rest of America to the forefront. You know. And there, there's something reading through this, and it's something that that I, I talk about a lot. And it's something he brought up, and it, it, it sparked something that I remembered. Um, so it's 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 a it's a story that 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 you learn in like African culture is called Anansi the Spider. Yes. Um, and it, it brought me back to the fact that like when I, I was a kid, and I don't I don't know if people like people remember this. I hope people do. So there was a there was a cartoon on the WB called Static Shock. Yes. Yeah. Static Shock. The seriously besides the green lantern and whatever the fuck that other electric dude in the, in the justice league was i don't remember what the fuck his name was <laughs> uh there were no real black superheroes especially not on like kids tv and saturday morning no. i mean so the fact that static shock was 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 a main character for his own thing he was from the hood which which you never fucking see that in a, in a wb cartoon for that matter yeah and the fact that they brought in like actual african culture because anansi was a fucking superhero in that show from africa yeah. Come on now. That show came out in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Where the fuck is that stuff now? Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like now a lot of it's more as like having team groups and diversifying the team groups. I mean, a lot like of singular characters. But, 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 but when we got the team groups. Look at Teen Titans. The black character was Cyber was comic relief. I mean, Marvel yeah. Marvel has been making strides and making everything a little bit well, more diverse. Oh though. shit, that just made me think because like of a... Iron Man's a Iron Man's a black young black female teenager. Spider Man is my a, <laughs> uh, Spider Man is is black. He's a young black Puerto Rican kid. He is uh, yeah yeah. Uh, uh, Miss Miss Marvel now is Indian. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Thor's a woman. Uh, what's what's your name? Um, the Captain America girl. Fuck, I can't. America Chavez. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Carol Carol Danvers is uh, Miss Marvel as well. And uh, who did you cosplay? Oh, um, Ghost Rider's Mexican. Ghost Rider is Mexican. Yeah, Ghost Rider's a Mexican kid and they, and from they, the hood. They as actually well. use they used that Ghost Rider actually in Agents of Shield. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Ghost Rider's a Mexican teenager from the hood. So so the thing is, like, like if we have these characters and stuff. Why don't we just see more of this in the media? Like, like, like we see like every one, like every every year we'll see maybe like two, maybe three characters pop up. That isn't a joke. But why is it like we get so dicked out of it? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's becoming a little bit more common now to see, which is great. But like, we're still not at a point where it's just it's super familiar. The thing is, like, and the thing we didn't grow up with it. Like, it's it's 
Yeah. You know, like it's it's, it's great for kids now. Oh yeah, for sure. Growing up with this, but we didn't grow up with any of that shit. I'm still I'm still waiting for more like Southeast Asian stars to come up. Like I'm I was super pumped. Besides Dante Vasco. Besides Dante Vasco, <laughs> like I, it was super great. Like even in even in Force Awakens, like they had the Kanji Club guys, and those are the guys from the fucking raid. Those guys are Indonesian. Like that's awesome. Yeah. But like they only got like a and bit I, part. And I, in I it. love that. I love that a lot of Asian movies are becoming more like more known over here. Yes. Like I want to see more Donnie Yen and fucking. Like Tony Jaa and stuff popping up in movies, that'd be great. Donnie Yen is what he's the first, the first Asian main character in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yes. That's fantastic, but it took this long. Like him and Baze, because they're they're yeah. both Chinese. Yeah, because like, so, like who, I'm trying to think who we have that's prominent that would be Chi- Jackie Chan, but he's Jackie Chan. I'm about to say Jackie. We had Jackie Chan and Jet Li. That's yeah. it. Jackie Chan, Jet Li, uh, Bruce Lee. Or Bruce Lee before he died. Yeah. Every everybody knows fucking it man, and fucking uh uh what the fuck is the other movie? Ong Bak, it, bro. Just, thank you. <laughs> Ong Bak. That everybody knows that shit. The two the two genres of movies that I love more than anything <laughs> is fucking is fucking cyberpunk and anything martial arts related. I've seen <laughs> so many fucking martial arts movies. I just thought about something. You just. Because I, I mentioned, I mentioned all I mentioned were, were martial arts shit. That's the one like Asian thing that all black people fucking know. Oh yeah. Yes. Look, I mean, look at Wu Tang. Every, every fucking. Why Wu-Tang is for that? One. But every, every fucking cousin, uncle, whoever. If I went to their house, there were martial arts movies at their house. That's all we, we watched: martial arts movies and Godzilla movies. <laughs> because it, that stuff because it's very easy to bootleg that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Plus, who doesn't love Rumble in the Bronx, man? Rumble in the Bronx is a shit. <laughs> Oh my god! I haven't seen that movie in forever. It's one of my all-time favorites. Well, I guess. But like, but, but besides stuff like that, it's 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 it, it hurts. And and just going back to the Ghost in the Shell thing, even going back to Death Note, it hurts to see your representation where you have it in one form that you know of, mm-hmm. and when it's brought out to a more mainstream form, it's taken away. Yeah, they just kind of they kind of they kind of bastardize it. Well, the thing is too is that like people are making some like flimsy arguments as to why it's okay that they did what they did. And it's just like, that's not the point. The point is, is that people would like to see representation of their race and they're not getting it when it totally could have been, it totally could have been cast in an Asian character, or Asian see, actress, the, and they just chose not to. The argument Because that, they want money. The argument that's most often made is that, oh, the, the director said it was cool, or like the, the writer said it was cool, and the Japanese people are okay with or it. Or the but fact the, that the, she actually has, she... In the manga, she wanted a Caucasian body model. Yeah, and but... so people use that as a way to say that, oh, hey, she has a Caucasian body model. She's not Asian. It's just like, fuck off. But the thing is, like, <laughs> the the way that I, I, I remember, I posted something about this on Facebook earlier. Asian Americans and Asians are two completely different sets of identities. Yes. Yes. And the thing that is most often ignored is that Asian Americans don't get representation. Whereas the Japanese people, they don't have they don't give a shit cuz they get their own movies. Japanese people have representation in their own film industry in Japan. Chinese mm-hmm. people have their own representation in their Chinese movies in China. Mm-hmm. American Asians, Asian Americans don't get representation in Hollywood films. We're often side characters, we're often like stereotypical jokes. And we don't get we don't get main characters. We don't get heroes. We get we get white saviors, and then we get an Asian female who gets to get saved by the white guy. 
You know, I just thought or about you're, or, you're, cause we're... or you're Go stuck ahead. in doing like kung fu. Yeah. Or martial yeah. arts movies, and like, that's all you're known like for. Like Iron ever. Fist, or even like even though I like this movie, Pacific Rim is like that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I definitely just thought about something, and this is something that this is something my mom brought up when I was a little kid, and I just I thought about it for for and it just come, comes up while we're while we're thinking about this. Until Princess and the Frog was a thing, you know there were no black Disney characters except for the one black guy that was in Atlantis. Yep. Oh, there's one. There's one, but they erased her. It was the uh, the black sambo esque donkey character from Fantasia. Oh, that's right. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and the guy but from like, uh, Song of the South too. Uh, yeah, we don't talk about Song of the South. No, they they, uh, they tried to erase that too. But I mean, that, that's it, but I'm saying like in in animated form, it's the only character we had was the one. But now now it's great because he was a doctor. Yeah, he was a doctor and he was an athlete. Yes, um, we also had we also had a Mexican character. Uh, that was probably the most diverse. That was Disney a very film. diverse movie. Yeah. So it's like an Italian guy in there, oh, and a whole Atlantis? bunch of other shit. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, shortly around that, I think either before or after, we got, what, Emperor's New Groove? And that was the first Hispanic Disney character? Yeah. Yeah, South American. But, like, it's weird. There was no, like, main black cast in Disney until Princess and the Frog came out. Yeah. And that came out... In, like... After I got out of high school? Like, 2009, 2010? Early to late 2000s? Yeah, it's in 2000-something. And it, it, it was a, it was a movie set in Louisiana about the bayou, yep. and it I had like voodoo and shit in it. Which is I love cool. that movie. It's cool. But thinking about it now, that's that's really like we we got it, but we didn't get it the best way possible. I mean, and now the next the next movie is the the first fucking full on Hispanic one again because like yeah, I mean, Ember's New Groove was that, definitely that like, movie's going that movie's going through its own yeah South America right but like yeah the, that went through its own shit. I'm saying no. The movie that's the the Coco or whatever that movie's going through its own country. Yeah, because uh, a lot of people are comparing it to uh, the Book of Life. Well, because Book of Life was made while that while they they decided they were going to copyright. Uh, they were Disney was trying to copyright the the, 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 the day of the dead. The day of the dead. They're going to trademark the day of the dead. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, yeah it's dumb. Like Jesus, who I want to know who in like, their as, like, as, head thought this was okay. Like thought that would be a good idea. Like I. Oh my god! Because the American trademark as, system. As, as the Book of Life was coming out, they tried to trademark the Day of the Dead. Like as That's soon as the, as soon as like that movie was getting traction, they started working on Coco. Yeah. But we'll see how it is. We'll see how it goes. Things but are things are getting good. better. Representation fucking matters. Things so fucking El Tigre. I just thought fuck, I was still thinking about cartoons. Fucking El Tigre was cool as shit. El Tigre was, was cool as shit. All about Day of the Dead shit and like Mexican stuff. Yep. Fucking got El Tigre. Give me more of that. <laughs> give me more of that. Danny fans from the black character that was a fucking nerd. Tucker was the shit. I need more of that. We got we got questions this week, Kev. Yes, let's move to questions now. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, we got two questions this week because we we we've talked a bit about some stuff. Okay. Uh, our first question comes from Datterface, and he asks. And this, both these questions are actually very relevant uh, since of what we were talking this about is today. Pre- this is pretty relevant. Which animatrix short was your favorite? I don't remember all of them. Uh, okay, so I have a, a short Mine? list real quick. Do you? Because I, I believe don't... I, I'm trying to think. I, I I think this is the name of it. If 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 it's not the name of it, I'm I'm sorry because there's nine of these things I haven't seen this since this first came out. I think it's the one called the kid. Where was the kid who like 
who yep, kid story. Who's in the Matrix. It's kid story. It was kid directed. Story. It was directed by Shinichiro Watanabe. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> uh, and he, like, it was a kid that was like rebelling against the system while he was in the Matrix. He's like the only person that's actually ever gotten out of the Matrix by himself without yes. any external help. What does it? I it was the to... one where he. It was drawn really, really kind of scripted. Where the kid was like skateboarding through the school and, and, and shit. Skateboarding through the school and getting to the roof. And then he jumps yeah. off the roof. Okay, okay, okay. I remember that one. That one... That's my favorite one. That one was really, really good. But yeah. I'm probably going to go with uh, Program, which is the one that was directed by produced by Madhouse. Um, yes, that one was very good. It was the good. fucking duel, and it was so cool. Oh, yeah, that one was fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, I What's the even... one with the cat? That one was... And the girl, right? Hmm... I like the world record one too about the runner. Oh yeah, that one was yeah. amazing. Um, the one with the like cat go... was. was... I'm, now that I'm looking at it, most of these were made by Madhouse and Studio Four Degrees Celsius, and directed by fucking Watanabe. Didn't the people who did mm-hmm. uh, Tekonkin Street or whatever. Tekonkin Street. Yeah, sorry, I totally fucked that up. I oh, don't know. I thought they had a short in there. They might have. Like that style. Uh, I'm trying to find. I may have to say the girl with the star on her face. That's the cat one. Yeah, I can't find it. But yeah, no, like I'll, I'll probably say that we one. We have that box. Yeah, set. we do have the box. We should set. watch that. I haven't watched that in forever. I just want to rewatch the Matrix. It's been a while. I haven't seen it. Ever, ever since they've been talking about the movie with whatever they're gonna do with the series. Oh god. Oh yeah, because they're gonna reboot it now. So Why? we don't know. Jesus we don't know. So we don't know Christ. if they're reboot. talking about rebooting it. Go fuck because, yourself, because Hollywood. They've they've cast. Michael B. Jordan is the main character for this movie, so people uh, are trying to figure out if it's going to be a Morpheus. But they're trying to figure is this going to be a Morpheus story? A and not fucking shit! They whatever. don't need to be doing anything with the Matrix. I mean, when I mean Will Smith was originally supposed to be Neo, so, so what? Yeah, like I. Like, that have been a completely different movie. God, right? <laughs> fucking hell! Like why? It's not it, even it that. It's it old enough, have, but it's right? not old enough to be like, oh, hey, let's it is not old enough to It is almost. It is almost twenty years old, though. So fucking what? Blade Runner definitely warrants its remake. No, but that's not a remake. remake. It's, it's a, a continuation. It's, oh, it's a sequel? It's a sequel. Really? Yes. Yeah, it's a sequel. That's what the only reason I'm okay with uh, it. Because if they were trying Deckard's to remake it, I would fucking flip a shit because I love that movie. And I'm actually pretty pumped because it looks like it's going to be good. So, fingers crossed. Fucking so, yeah, there we go. Animatrix short. <laughs> uh, probably, you just was Kid Story. Mine is probably yeah. the, uh, the fucking, the dual, the dual, dual program. Cool. It's called Program. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a, what, one more question. One more question from our good boy, Coffee Condor. Coffee Condor, Bryant! Woo! His, his questions are always really good. I like his I questions. I love Bryant's questions. Uh, he asks, are there any cybernetic enhancements you would want if given the option, whether they're currently available or fictional? Robot penis. Oh my god. Put <laughs> tape over your mouth so you don't say stupid shit Robot like penis? <laughs> I want a fucking crazy hydraulic pump system. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Fucking hitting like 500 RPMs. <laughs> awesome. No, that's that's terrible. I would never do that. I'd probably get like eye enhancements. Yeah, I was thinking eye enhancements. Eye enhancements would be cool or like... But you, I mean, technically you can get eye augmentations. Like get fucking eye surgery. Yeah, I mean, but like I'd want like full on like, like a telescope. And, like zoom in or like... Infrared. Infrared would be cool. So you want like Bato's eyes. Yeah. 
Bottle except, caps look like fucking dis. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to put like. I wouldn't want to put like, like bottle caps on my fucking face. You know, like, <laughs> I, I like. I like the. I like the anime versions of Bato's eyes because it looks sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. but like. <laughs> It looks, the movie version like they took, it looks like they took like two liter bottle caps and just jammed them in his yeah. eyes. <laughs> no, it looks like you know you know like the, the 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 bottle caps on top of like um, like like your your contact solution and shit. Yeah, it was like that where you just like flip them open. Yeah, like. <laughs> or like eh, I feel like robot legs would be kind of cool. Have I would want. I'd probably want uh, eye augmentations for sure. Um, Would you want those cool Adam Jensen like sunglasses that come out of the side of your face? Does he have like little Fuck things right yes. here to yeah. do that? The fucking stupidest thing. Oh yeah, I got like I got sunglasses automatically put on the side of my face. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I probably want augmentations and it's like a built-in windshield. Uh, I don't know what don't other know. kind like, of like that's... actual augmentations would be like. Like, leg, leg augmentations would be great. What, just so you but can, like, like, run faster and shit? Run like, faster, jump higher, kick harder. How heavy does that make your body, though, I wonder? I don't know. Because, like, I mean, for, to be, for... To be the full cyborg, they were about, like, half a ton. I mean, yeah, because they you, were... Wait, yeah, I wonder when Major now, hits the though, ground, like, the ground goes <laughs> under yeah, her. Yeah, but I'm wondering now, since, like, everything is about, like, really lightweight metal. and Like, it titanium really, and carbon fiber. Yeah, and it's just, like, I wonder... He just Time become like super light. Could I get a really light robot penis? Stop. <laughs> You're being cut off. <laughs> the, the, the main one, honestly, would probably be eye argumentation. I probably do some eye stuff. For I, one fact, there's just this fact like my eyes are getting worse every year. Like I just got new glasses. Yeah, I need I need to get an eye exam. I haven't. I'm my the only one who doesn't have glasses. <laughs> my prescription hasn't changed in the last two years, and I got it this year. And my left eye is pretty much fucked. But okay. I also went blind in one of my eyes last year. At least your eyes probably Susie. get worse. So. so. <laughs> Like, like, I literally went blind in one of my eyes, but then my eyesight came back. Yeah. So. Susie's got negative 10-something. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, still have, I mean, I still have, like, near 20-20 vision. It's not 20-20 anymore, but God damn She's got, Susie. like, magnifying glass glasses. She's so bad. Her little, her little Coke What bottles. other cybernetic enhancements? I feel like any kind of, like, hand stuff would be cool, but at the same time, would you still have touch? Would it be, I like... I would want... But the thing is, I would like, like, enhancements... The, 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 for hand augmentations, I'd want the shit like to do those typing on the keyboard. Well, see, oh, that's your what fingers I was just wondering. Out all crazy? It's like, wouldn't that mean that most of your body would have to be I just augmented be for it to do that? Inspector Not most Gadget. of your body, probably just all your arms. Yeah. I just want to be Inspector Gadget. But how does that work if like blood and bum, 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 bum. like but then, but then you gotta think about the fact things. that like, yeah. bum, 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 like there's, bum, there's people that have that have cybernetic arms now. Yeah. And it's just the arm. It's the armor like part of the shoulder. The bi- the bionic arms that exist that are awesome. Yeah. Crazy. But if we're if we're really talking like like for really gonna like, cut you off. Eye enhancements is something that that can be done now. Like that's cool. For for honestly for fictional stuff, I would want to have like snakes on from Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> where you can where you can rocket punch somebody and control. I can it. rocket punch somebody, or I can just like touch you and just like shock the shit out of you. That'd be crazy. I just want Raiden's whole body. <laughs> and you want to have oh, that whole face piece? Hell yeah, dude. I want that fucking bottom <laughs> jaw. Looks and cool the little as hell. visor. Like they literally just took the top of my skull and slid it into an android body. <laughs> <laughs> and then I could just be oh, emo man. and run around with a cool ass sword. Yeah, that game was that game was baller, dude. I wish they would make a sequel to that game. Re- Revengeance? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Everybody talked shit on that game. That game was really cool. It's a weird ass game. Cool. So that's that's the show. We did it. 
That was actually a really good episode. That's fine. I definitely, I definitely want to go back and probably like you know honestly maybe when I'm up there. Besides, because we're gonna do the Q and A when I'm up there. Yeah. I kind of would love to just sit around and talk about this stuff for a while and just release it as a really long episode. That'd be fun to do. Even though this one's already pretty long. <laughs> I mean, we can we can decide that when you're up here. Yeah, we'll do some stuff when you're up here. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out some stuff and we can stagger the release on it. All right. So don't forget that you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Or, you know, if you just Google Shonen Trashcast, you'll probably get all We're of the first shit. thing that pops up. Yep. We got that SEO. If you Google Shonen Trash or the first thing that, the first thing that pops up. <laughs> um, if you do listen to us on, like, on, on, uh, if you listen to us on, on, on iTunes, uh, don't forget to, like, leave a review and, like, rate it and stuff. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Uh, if you, if you do it on SoundCloud, leave comments, because I read every single one of those comments. Comments are fun. I know Rachel does yeah, that. Yeah, thanks, Rachel. Rachel. Rachel leaves, like, 20 comments on each one, and I love it. I love it, because, like... She, she texted me one time. She's like, I'm so sorry. I left a bunch of comments on this episode. I'm like, no, it's fine. It gives you something to read. <laughs> and if you review us on iTunes, don't be giving us none of that four-star shit. I want some of that five-star. <laughs> Stop. Give me yeah, that no. five-star We got two reviews shit. on there right now. I need it. some more. Give, give me them five stars. I make funny. I say Stop. funny things. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Because we're, we're, we're technically not ranked on iTunes yet because we don't have enough reviews. I need so that. So if, if everybody that. that actually listens to this, we even just, just, just leave a review. Leave us a we review. Bump up to be able to. We'd, we'd actually be able to get ranked on iTunes. Five stars. Make my pee pee hard. You're okay. You're cut off now. Um, but <laughs> Say also, bye. I've 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 brought this up a few times, and I'm I'm actually gonna hammer this down because I've actually made the I've made the pages. I've filled it out. We're gonna launch Patreon really soon. It's gonna be by summertime. We're gonna launch Patreon just because it'll give us an option to. I, I want to launch another show with this, but do it on Western cartoons. Oh God. Uh, from stuff from like our childhood and shit. SWAT, SWAT cats, street sharks. Do like, because, well, I also look, I also know a few people that are in like that work in American animation now. It'd be great to like have them talk to talk like on the show with us. So that'd be dope. That'd be cool. So it's something like if if we do the Patreon and you and, and we get enough every month, we'll launch this other show because we we have to host it on another SoundCloud page <laughs> and that costs money. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Western cartoons, next week we will be back back from the past with Samurai Jack. <laughs> watch out. Watch out. So uh, please don't forget to send in your listener questions to shonentrashcast at gmail.com. Or Twitter. Or Twitter at shonentrashcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I have yeah. I have been Tachikoma Repairman Vincent Perez. I've been Brain Hacker Lauren Russell. And I've been Chief Old Ape Kevin Bobbitt. Oh, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. You remember the outro this time. (laughs) Bye, guys.